0: and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Wan. Welcome to Third, and you are tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. This is the podcast whereby we inspire, encourage, and expose you to some of the great strategies and thinkers and ways in which you can become the leader that God has called you to become. What is clear to all of us is that there is a leader emerging inside of us. It needs to be pushed out. That's what this podcast is about. And I want to just take a moment and thank all of you for your continued support. So many folks have reached out and said, hey, this podcast is changing my life. I listen to it regularly. And I want to thank you so much for being a regular listener to Next Level Leader Podcast. We are planning some big things ahead, and I want you to stay tuned on that. It's going to be some amazing things we're going to be doing very, very soon. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Also, I want you to share. This podcast with as many folks as you can, we're trying to reach a million people. We are trending in that direction. We've got hundreds of thousands of you who've already subscribed. So whatever platform you subscribe, share it with someone else. Tell somebody. If each one of you listening now will share with 10 people, and it's free, I promise you. I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless you. Today, we're going to talk about protecting you in what you do. This is a very important topic. And I want to begin this topic by sharing something I shared in a previous podcast, and I want to reiterate this. I read a book some time ago, Greg McEwen's book on essentialism, and one of the key drivers of that book was about protecting the asset. And whether or not you know it, you, yeah, you, are the asset. And if you don't protect you, whatever vision or dream or business venture you have will never really come to fruition. Or if it does, what good does it really do if you're not here to actually enjoy it? So I want to help us all reset our lives, take a moment and reflect, and zone in on the discipline of protecting you in what you do. Because what you do is, <laughs> I know, it, it's a grind. It It occupies a lot of space and time in order for you to be successful. And so I want to walk through that. I'm only talking to folks that are doing something. This doesn't apply to people who are doing nothing. This applies to people that are actually out here making things happen. And the first thing I want you to do, and it's going to be very simple, but I want you to start listening to your body. Listening to your body. Every physician will tell you that. There's a lot of literature out there on that. But as a leader, as a high-functioning person, grinding like you do, you're going to have to pay attention to your body. Now, it goes without question that physical health matters, going to your doctor for physical uh, checkups and making certain that your cholesterol and things like that, or silent killers are, are balanced, and eating the right things, all those things are important. But you have to listen to your body. I mean, you have to know. Like, for instance, there are moments in which my body will just flat out tell me, I don't want to think right now. I don't want to be rational right now. All I want to do is go to sleep. So I've learned to listen to my body when my body is tired, when I need to pause and just chill for a moment. Sometimes I try to work through that space and I can't. I can't focus. I can't write. I can't because I need to listen to my body. Even when certain parts of your body physiologically may be uh, hurting or you're going through things, you have to pay attention to that and not be so consumed. There are people who end up dying from preventable diseases because they did not listen to their body. So I want you to Really take a moment. Those little things like those constant migraines or, you know, you're just constantly tired or you can't catch up on your sleep. Maybe an opportunity now for you to say, wait a minute, I need to pull back from this stuff and get my body, let my body regulate itself again because this is incredibly important for a leader to make certain that you are operating at optimal level physically. But secondly, you have to listen to your spirit. Now, a part of taking care of you once you take care of your body. What is the spirit of God saying to you? regarding some of the decisions you want to make, opportunities you want to explore. I've learned to listen to my spirit and my spirit speaks so loud and clear that I cannot second guess it. I cannot doubt when the spirit of God is putting something in me. Sometimes the spirit of God will put discomfort in you or he'll put release in you a sense of peace. And you've got to be willing to listen to your spirit and not to people, the chatter and opinions of people. I appreciate. Uh, the spirit of collaboration and people's opinion. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to, as a leader, hear what the spirit is saying to you. Be led by the spirit and not by the flesh. If you're led by the spirit, you're not caught up in emotions, you're not caught up in which way the wind blows. You are consistently saying, is this the place God wants me to be? Is this the thing God wants me to do? You get it? Listening to the spirit. Is key. So I want to encourage you today to really focus in on that because a lot of people make irrational decisions because you are tired and frustrated and you make decisions to kind of create release from that rather than just being disciplined enough to pause, get rest, take care of your body, and then say, Spirit of God, speak to me so I'm not making decisions out of an acute situation that could be leading me down a situation that may not be positive for my life. Now, here's another one, and a big one, is the reestablishment of boundaries. I have said so much about this. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm big on boundaries. And ladies and gentlemen, as a leader, you're going to have to learn how to reestablish boundaries, particularly now as we're in this part and phase of this pandemic, you're going to have to learn to have people respect your boundaries. If you do not establish boundaries in your life, people will continue to encroach upon your personal time, your space, and all of a sudden now everything, you know, occupies every second and minute, hour and day of your life. At some point you have to have moments where you cut this stuff off where you have clear lines of separation between what you do and who you're trying to become as a person. Family time, you know, time with your kids, time with your spouse, time with yourself. Can you Take the phone and shut it off and go and allow yourself to spend time with you. This is one of the most difficult areas because we often accommodate everybody else's needs and concerns, people calling you all times of night, getting you out of the bed, all because you don't have boundaries. Do you know that if you don't answer that call and they leave a voicemail, it's going to be okay? you will eventually get back to it. Unless it's something that's time sensitive, you'll eventually get back to it. When you begin to make everybody else's emergency your emergency, this is what causes you to break down and not be as effective as you need to be. you got to have boundaries. I can't meet with everybody. I can't allow my schedule to be hijacked by people. I have to know that no is an answer. I can't take every engagement. I can't go to every meeting. I can't be on every board. you got to have some boundaries. You with your wonderful self trying to do all these amazing things, I get it, but you're going to have to say, wait a minute. (laughs) The reason people keep asking me to do these things sometimes, the reason why people keep calling me at these odd hours because I keep creating a culture where I make it normal. Do not normalize that level of dysfunction. Reestablish boundaries in your life, and when you establish those boundaries, people will ultimately respect them. Here's a big one, and allow me to take a moment to talk about this. Take a day a week to be poured into. I would encourage, really, you to take two days a week, but I'll just, you know, settle for one for you. This is so important. You pour out, you pour out, you pour out, but what's pouring into you? As a pastor, I'm cognizant of the power of worship and the Word of God, fueling God's people you know, on Sundays, and I understand that that's the time in which people are, are sitting to be poured into. I believe whatever it is, you've got to focus on a time, a day of the week where you say, I just want to be poured into. A, I'm an empty cup. So many cups are literally before me, and I'm like this pitcher that's pouring out and pouring out. When my pitcher gets empty, people are still asking me to pour out, and there's nothing. How often have you been asked to do something, but you had nothing to give. No energy, no creativity. It's because nobody was pouring into you. That's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Whether that's in the virtual space, whether that's in the physical space, you got to, man, make sure that as a leader, the church matters to you. Being connected to a ministry where you're being fed and you can grow, it matters. Whether it's virtual or whatever, I'm telling you, I've had hundreds of people, thousands of people connect with our ministry all around the world who understand the importance of being poured into i need this word to help make sense out of my life but you need also not just that word that spiritual component but you need to have people in your life that pour into you what kind of books are you reading are you going and you know, getting massages are you going to the spa or just sitting outside a pool and just taking time to pour into yourself you know taking walks in the nature and letting god talk to you i mean you've got to shut it down man and you've got to allow a season where you are able To be poured into how about we try one day a week for now and maybe we can get up to two days a week i mean think about it seven days a week two days in which i get poured into hey nothing wrong with that right like how often do you spend time laughing like i find myself sometimes just having to go somewhere and just laugh you know go to a comedy show or pull up something online or you know You know, something on Netflix. I need to laugh. I need to have entertainment in my life. I have to pull away from the monotony and the stress of trying to just constantly be on. You can't just be on all the time and not allow somebody to pour into you. Here's the other thing. Important, which is recreation. I believe this mantra. If you work hard, you can play hard. We teach our children that you have to do what you have to do When you're supposed to do it, (laughs) watch this, and you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. At the end of the day, you put that work in, then you get to a place where you can have recreation. Do you know that recreation is spelled the same way as recreation? The reason why we cannot recreate or be more creative and hear from God and get new fresh vision is because we're not spending time in recreation. It's really okay to step away sometime and you know go and have fun. Go shopping or go take a day trip or go to a spa or go to I keep saying it over and over again because I want you as a leader to understand. You just can't always open up your laptop and just always be on the grind and always let me go check this and let me go do this and let me when are you spending time just having fun? Going to work out, going to play tennis, going to do some things. Recreation matters. It relieves stress. As a leader, I want you to learn that the power of recreation matters because if you're going to protect you and what you do, protecting the asset, you're going to have to have time having fun. (laughs) You got to have some fun. What are you doing to have fun? Going home, sitting up, popping popcorn, and just sitting up doing the same routine, looking at your laptop, going through emails. That's not fun. Get out and do some things. Even in a pandemic. There are cool things you can do to have fun. Go to a botanical garden outside. Go out to the park and walk. Go biking. Do something recreationally. Because what does it do? Relieve stress, but it also is good for your physical being as well. All right? Here's the next thing. Overcome the guilt of rest. One of the things that I struggle with many years is the guilt of rest. You know, when you get into bed and you shut down and your mind starts saying, you know, you could be doing so many things right now while you're wasting time in this bed sleep. And I jump up, I go to my computer, still tired, but I felt like I need to get things done. You know, I think it's important. The Bible says that the Lord makes us lie down in green pastures, which really speaks to the idea that, that there's a moment in which God says, I need you to, just chill and get some rest. Now, you can do this voluntarily or God can make it happen involuntarily. Eventually, you're going to have to get some rest. And you're going to have to get over the guilt of it because that's a mental shift for so many people. The mental shift of just saying, "I it's okay to do nothing right now. It's okay to just chill. It's okay to just do nothing. I don't always have to be on. don't always have to provide an answer for somebody. It's okay. Some of the... Most successful people in the world have understood the power of rest. You know, a lot of articles and literature out there, it's really interesting because now the new, the new uh, look for success, it used to be how much you were doing. People talk about, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I got this project and that project and I'm doing this. And that used to be the measurables of success, how many different things you were doing at one time. But do you know what they're saying now? Research is saying now that the new metrics of success is rest. Your willingness to say, I went to bed at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. I I got eight hours of sleep or I was able to get nine hours of sleep. I mean, this becomes the new measurement for success. So you got to overcome that guilt, man, of just trying to get some rest, trying to sleep, trying to take care of you. You got to be willing to do that. It's so important. And there are some people that still struggle with that. They just can't overcome that guilt. But I need you to do it now. Get some rest. But here's the other thing. I want you to hear this. You need people around you, and I want to say this delicately. You need support systems around you that operate like armor bears and not pall bears. Now, what do I mean by that? <laughs> that introducing new culture, new new nomenclature to this. I get it. But listen, armor bears in the scripture were like Aaron and Her in the Bible. When Moses' arms got weak, they held his arms up, and Israel prevailed. They were a support system metaphorically and literally, they were those who said, leader, we're going to hold your arms up because we know if you are able to still push forward with our support and help, then all of us will win. This is so important. Pallbearers, as you know, are are really purposed to literally usher a body to a grave. You have to ask yourself, are the people in your life right now operating as armor bearers, holding your arms up when you're tired, encouraging you, carrying some of the weight, doing some of the things, the heavy lifting, rearranging things so they could be present in your life and support you? Are these people that truly are giving you fresh ideas, giving you concepts, supporting you? Or do you have a bunch of (laughs) pallbearers, people that are just watching the dysfunction, saying nothing, letting you kill yourself, Letting you take on more and more and more and more, literally and metaphorically, walking you to your grave. I want you to have the right people in your life. I want you to understand how important this is. Listen, this is one of the most significant podcasts you will hear because if you don't take care of you, the vision means nothing. It means nothing. So, in review, What have we learned today? Listen to your body. Absolutely. My body doesn't lie. Something's not right. Pay attention and go get it worked on. Go get it seen. Listen to your spirit. The Holy Spirit will not lie to you. The discomfort you feel, you've got to be able to delineate between nervousness about a task or dysfunctional dissonance, meaning that when I'm in a place where it just doesn't feel right, it feels dysfunctional, and I'm like, ooh, something just just got me so distant from this situation. It's the Holy Spirit protecting his asset, you. Very, very important. And then be very clear. How do you establish boundaries? Making certain that you're very, very, very committed to your boundaries without negotiation. People will try you, but you've got to be willing to say this is the way it is. Take the blows, but you've got to protect the asset, which is you. Take a day a week. Let's just start with one day a week, working on us, being poured into, and even from that, making certain that we are having some recreation time. What are you doing? Playing pool, basketball, golf. What are you doing? Going boating, whatever you do. Do something to get out of the normal routine of what you've always done. Then make certain you overcome the guilt of rest. Stop letting people make you feel guilty for getting rest. Rest is essential and the new metrics for success. Finally, get the right people around you so they will not be pallbearers, but they will absolutely be armor bearers. Holding your arms up, helping you accomplish your tasks. I really hope this helped you. It was a joy to share with you. I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker, the number three on Instagram. Let me know this blessed you. Let me know you were listening. And it means everything. Share it with somebody else. Let's reach a million people with this podcast. I want to thank you so much, all of you, for tuning in today. And I pray that something that was said will change your life forever. You be blessed. Remember, Next Level Leader will be here next time, right here, with a relevant, powerful word to empower you as a leader to be all that God has called you to be. Thank you so much. Until then, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.